are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of the Locked On the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. We actually have a special bonus episode for this Wednesday edition of the show um, for the first time in the show's abrupt history. I will have two episodes in one day. We published the one with Cardinal Sports Zone founder Jeremy Wallman earlier this morning. Um, but now we have another special guest, University of Louisville men's basketball PA announcer Lance McGarvey. Lance, how's it going, man? It's awesome, Dalton. And I, I really do thank you. And I'm honored uh, for you to have me on this podcast. Uh, that's pretty good company with Jeremy Wallman, man. I feel, feel really thrilled about that. <laughs> now we're uh, definitely glad to have you on. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Lance's journey as a PA announcer, how that came about. We'll start out talking about Louisville Live, which is this Saturday at Churchill Downs. Then we'll finish out um, just kind of talking about his reaction w- when it came to being named the men's basketball PA announcer for Louisville and what was that like last year. Before we get started, like I mentioned, my name is Dalton Pence. I'm a credentialed media member for Cardinal Sports Zone, where I serve as a football beat writer and a recruiting analyst. Also do some backup PA announcing work for you in the university in sports like lacrosse, field hockey, soccer, baseball, etc. You can follow the podcast Twitter page at LO underscore Louisville and my personal Twitter is at Deepens underscore. Before we get into the content, just a quick shout out to the Locked on ACC podcast hosted by Candace Cooper. Definitely be sure to check out that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's start right on out once again here with University of Louisville men's basketball PA announcer Lance McGarvey. Lance, I I, I gotta ask just because it seems like a, a weird, not necessarily weird, but um, just kind of a unique situation. Downs after dark, Louisville Live, which is kind of for those who aren't aware. I can't imagine those who are listening this aren't aware of what that is, but kind of just like a a preseason powwow where we get together, get to see the players, and some of them will speak. Um, this is your first event, obviously. But just talk about the event in general. Like, how unique is it to not only have one staple in Louisville sports, but you also have another one in Churchill Downs at the same time? Well, I, I you know, Dalton, for those that don't know, uh, I've been a lifelong Cardinal fan. I'm a U of L graduate, um, you know, from back in, in the late 80s and early 90s. Uh, and, and so uh, I've lived in Louisville since uh, 1987. Uh, and man, I've always been a huge fan of Churchill Downs. Uh, and going to the track. Unfortunately, I'm not very good at betting the horses, but I, I do my best to do so. <laughs> but when you combine these two iconic, uh, I guess, organizations together with Churchill Downs and University of Louisville, uh, it's just, I, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited, but I got a little peek and I can't share anything with you. I, I think you of saw course. a little team from, from, uh, from Montrez Harrell earlier today, yeah. uh, but there's some things that I've seen. I, I'm just super stoked about uh, and I know that the fan base, uh, you know, for those basketball fans that are there are going to be just absolutely thrilled. It's going to be awesome. And it really seems like it couldn't come at a, at a better time than it is this Saturday um, with all of the, it, I, I hate to call it turmoil like the fan base down the road does, but uh, just kind of distractions, whether that be with the old Chris Mack situation, whether that be with the football program, kind of not living up to expectations. This bit of excitement really just kind of seems like, um, you know, uniquely perfectly placed uh, the central Florida game the night before now the uh, Louisville live, but um, you'll have to correct me is, are you and uh, Doug Willem both being there? Is, yeah, are y'all sure. kind of like, are y'all like dual splitting that out? How is the uh, responsibility kind of being divvied up? 
Well, Doug, of course, is the, the public address announcer for the women's basketball team mm-hmm. uh, and does a fantastic job. Uh, and so he'll be there uh, introducing the women's team uh, and kind of handling, you know, I guess the, the first half of the of the event. And then I'll step in when, whenever it's time to introduce the men. Uh, you know, and, and of course, they've already mentioned that they're going to be celebrating the 35th anniversary of the 1986 championship uh, in basketball. And so that's going to be very exciting as well. Uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I've seen how it's going to work out. I think fans are really going to have a ball. Uh, and in between a few things here and there, you're going to be able to play some bets and hopefully uh, we'll have some lucky winners out there. <laughs> um, obviously, Louisville Live wasn't able to happen last year, along with a, a bunch of other things due to the coronavirus. Um, but the the past two years that it did happen in 2018 and 2019 uh, were you know extremely successful. I thought it was something like we've never seen. You know how um, Kentucky has Big Blue Madness, um, Duke has their ordeal, um, Kansas has Midnight in the Fog. Louisville now has you know adopted their own sort of, you know, variation of that in Louisville Live. And, and it's extremely different, you know, because it's not hosted in the Yum Center. Um, you know, in your opinion, and talk about how unique that is, you know, how, you know, not necessarily different, but does it have any advantages of being, you know, extremely personal with it being that close and having people that close to the action? I, you know, I don't think so. I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's a chance for, uh, for the fans to feel really engaged in the event. Uh, and be a part of it outside of the normal venue of KFCM Center. Uh, you know, and it's it's going to have a lot more festive, kind of a, a celebration, sort of a party uh, feel to it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what to expect uh, in total, Dalton, because we've never done this at, right. at Churchill Downs. And, of course, this is the first Louisville Live that I've officially been a part of. So, it, but again, it's just a party. It's, it's access to the team uh, in a different type of way. And they're going to have a lot of fun and, and there'll be, you know, a few little competitions, uh, but there's not going to be like a full court scrimmage or an actual practice that goes on. <laughs> are they even, uh, gonna, are they, are they even going to have a, I know, like, I think with fourth street live, wasn't it just like a half court? Are they going to have a full, uh, full court? Can you, and I don't know the size of the floor that has, I haven't been, I really didn't even think to ask uh, about that. I was just kind of more concerned with, you know, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to wear? And where am I going to be? But, I, you know, I'm interested to see all of that as well. It'd be fun if it were a full court. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to play any, you know, there's not going to be any five-on-five action, I don't think. So you mentioned to me that you you do some wedding officiating, which I think is super neat, on, on top of, you know, you know, men's basketball announcing, soccer announcing, et cetera. This just seems like, a, you know, a different type of event. Obviously, obviously a wedding is as different as you can get in terms of sports. But this just seems like a different type of event in its nature. Do you approach this event in a different fashion than you would, you know, a usual game? Or is it kind of just business as usual? Man, that's a good question. Because, you know, I've really um, I've kind of been wondering that myself. I I don't (laughs) think that uh, the announcements are going to be quite the same as it is at a basketball game uh, where you sort of have to have that authoritative voice or whatever read i think it's going to be a little mm-hmm. more laid back and a little bit more fun uh but certainly i plan to get excited about the introductions you know the player this is about the players and about the fans opportunity to get to meet this team and so as we get to meet the women's team for this 2021-22 season uh and the men as well this is their moment this is their introduction and as you're aware and certainly i can speak to the men's team uh with a little authority on this i think we have eight new players new faces so this is the first time that uh, our fans locally are going to be up close and personal 
to these players. Uh, and it's their first chance to get to feel the love from uh, this incredible Cardinal fan base. Uh, you know, and you touched a little bit earlier on, you know, some of the things that haven't gone so well. Uh, you know, fans are a little bit feeling a little bit frustrated over some things right now. Of course. I really do believe this is going to be an opportunity. You're right. It comes at a perfect time because getting to meet this new team, we know there are going to be some changes. There have been some changes made in the coaching staff. Uh, this is going to be a very exciting year of basketball. 100%. And I think that fans are going to have a lot of fun on Saturday night. Uh, and getting to blend that with Churchill Downs is just going to be a very unique and, and really neat experience. I agree. I, I like how you mentioned, you know, it's it's the opportunity to meet all of these new faces because they're in, you know, Louisville basketball isn't necessarily a program that is used to so much turnover, it, you know, especially not year in, year out. But, you know, just with the year that everyone had last year um, and, you know, on top of that, Louisville not making the tournament, I think that there's going to be a lot of reasonable excitement. Um but I'm very glad you mentioned getting to know them. Um, but in the next segment, I want to get to know you. But before we get into that, uh, I want to talk a little bit about getting to know Bet on the Line. Uh, we're back and we're better than ever with all eyes are on the fo- on the football gridiron as teams are back on the field. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. If you're not a sports fan, you can go right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So, like I mentioned, we're here with Louisville men's basketball PA announcer Lance McGarvey, and he mentioned right at the end of this past segment of how critical it was to get to know some of these uh, new players that are in. And I got to be honest, um, you know, I feel like you came in maybe not at a bad time because I don't feel like there's ever a bad time to come into this position, but definitely a unique time. You know, post Sean Moth. Um, COVID was looming large, so not many fans in the stands. Um, I personally don't feel like you got the introduction that I felt you deserved, but I want to give you this opportunity, you know, for fans to really to get to know who you are, especially where your PA announcing journey started. I know you mentioned to me a couple of times how, you know, you didn't necessarily start announcing right away. It was something that kind of came about, you know, later in your adult life, you know, when was, when did you kind of start this journey and when did you realize that this, Hey, this is something that I could, you know, pursue. Uh, well, you know, I started to fall in love with basketball announcers uh, and hearing them at games. It really had an impact on me as a kid, Dalton. Uh, And and I really, uh, growing up in Owensboro, Kentucky, basketball is huge. Uh, And the voice that I heard there uh, was a man named Glenn Young. um, And he was the, the PA announcer for Kentucky Wesleyan. And I was a ball boy for Kentucky Wesleyan. My family knew the head coach in the late 70s, Bob Jones. Uh, and then it was a gentleman named Mike Polio. A lot of U of L fans will know who Mike Polio was. He was an ass- assistant AD there at the University of Louisville for some time. The um, moving to, U- to to Louisville to go to U of L starting in 1987. Uh, of course, going to Freedom Hall, I had been a number of times, but hearing John Tong uh, just blew me away. So in my mind, I always imagined that I would want to do something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and, and but but to be very honest. Uh, Dalton uh, had a tremendous fear of public speaking. Um, and part of that was because 
uh, in Owensboro, you know, growing up, man, I grew up in the middle of a cornfield, to be very honest. And, and, I, and I sounded like I came out of the cornfield, too. And so it took a long time for me to be able to, to speed up my speech patterns and lose a lot of the draw uh, that it was really just, you know, caused me to be uh, afraid to speak publicly. Uh, and so um, in 2003, um, unfortunately, my dad passed away. Uh, and he was a Protestant minister. And I had seen him my entire life standing in front of an audience and speaking. And I always like just admired his ability to do that. He was an incredible pastor, an incredible speaker. And so I, I, I just promised myself that I no longer was going to let this fear stop me from doing something that I love. And so I started kind of small. I started doing um, the, the Christmas tournament up at St. Francis of Assisi on Bardstown Road here in Louisville, mm-hmm. uh, eighth grade tournament, and there'd be 100, 150 people there, but just kind of started to, to, to play with it and have fun. And people were very complimentary and they kept asking me back year after year. I did that for about 15 years, volunteered on that deal. Uh, and along that path, uh, IU Southeast asked me to be their PA announcer for women's and men's basketball uh, because a player heard me at that Christmas tournament and said, hey, we'd love for you to come over. Uh, I did a couple games, and, and they said, let's just do this as long as you want to. Uh, so that was an honor for me. I loved the Grenadier family over there. I still do. Uh, the, the athletic director over there is Joe Glover. And then, of course, the head coach of the men's basketball team is Wiley Brown, of course, was with the 1980 national championship team for the University right. of Louisville. Uh, and so Wiley was great. Uh, and head coach Robin Ferris of the women's team was great. Joe Glover was awesome. They just, the whole family was so nice to me. Um, so that's how I got started. I just had to overcome that fear and a little bit, you know, one step at a time started saying yes to events uh, when people would ask me to MC, uh, even though I didn't want to be up in front of an audience and I just kind of overcame that fear. And I, and I encourage anyone uh, to do the same. If they're afraid of public speaking, just get over it. You can handle it. If I could do it, anybody could, believe me. Yeah, and it's something, you know, I, you know as a fellow announcer myself, I think you and I share, I, it's very relieving and soothing to, um, you know, hear people with the same viewpoints that, you know, know uh, what I try to, you know, divulge in. And I, I think, you know, you can kind of back this up in terms of public speaking. I feel like the very beginning of like a monologue or a speech or anything like it is, is always the most nerve wracking. Once you kind of get past that opening phrasing or whatever like that, I think it's really smooth sailing. I think that's where, you know, a lot of the people can start to enjoy it once they, you know, get past those early jitters, but I want to transition into Louisville city. And um, for those who aren't aware of who Lance is, Obviously, you know, the University of Louisville men's basketball PA announcer, but I will say probably the majority of the city knows Lance from Louisville City, and that's no knock from what he's doing at Louisville. I just think you're doing an extremely great job, of, you know, of being the PA announcer at Louisville City FC, now in the new stadium, Lynn Family Stadium, um, from, I believe it was, you'll have to correct me, 2014 is when they began play. Is that right? Is Actually, the first season was 2015. Okay, 2015. I knew it was one of those. I'm starting to get old and lose my years. Yeah, well, 2014 was when the team was announced, so it's easy to get confused on that. But 2015 was the first season uh, over at Slugger Field, uh, and and I was asked to do that. That was just happenstance. Um, someone I met a guy that was working for the club, uh, a young man named Steve Peak, and Steve said we need a PA announcer uh, through a mutual friend. We were just having a conversation, 
And I honestly almost said no, Dalton, I because I felt like it wasn't going to be worth my time. It wasn't something I'd be look, interested in. Look at you now. <laughs> well, I've never kicked a soccer ball in my life, you know. And I thought, I don't really know what they said. Man, it's easy. Just do it. And I'm thrilled that I did. Again, that goes back to the promise I made to myself in in 2003 mm-hmm. uh, when I lost my father, who was my best friend and and, and my life coach, whatever you, you know, every, uh, I guess, right. description you could make. He, he was the greatest person in my life that, that was my father, right? So um, I just made a promise that I wasn't going to let anything uh, make me say no to things. I was going to try and having more of an open mind and say yes. And so I'm glad I did because, yeah, you're right. The rest is history that they built their own stadium, Lynn Family Stadium. And now we've got an NWSL team with Racing Louisville FC. And I've also PA for them. And it's just uh, it's been a blessing beyond I, I can't even describe the transformation it's made for my life. And then, uh, of course, I mean, you throw on the, the, the position that I dreamt of uh, of nearly all my life. And that's the University of Louisville mm-hmm. uh, men's basketball PA. Uh, and so. You know, it's just all I can say is just people, you know, need to always remember to take that step and say yes, even if it feels like it's outside of your comfort zone and try different things. uh, Because, you know, I didn't think Louisville City, frankly, would make it out of the first year. We've had a lot of professional soccer teams in this city and you barely hear of them and then they're gone. And then that's happened. Right. Unfortunately for those folks, it, it happened with the with the arena football team uh, right. this year. You know, I, I was hoping that would be successful. I agree. Same. Yeah. But I mean, you, you've got to say yes to these opportunities because you never know when you're going to find something that's going to change your life forever. In scope of Louisville City, because I feel like, you know, Louisville City really got adopted at the right time, uh, kind of a mini soccer revolution that has kind of been able to take, you know, more steps. You know, we see all the Americans playing over in Europe now, uh, but soccer in general, I feel like the MLS is really glowing, growing. Can't even get that word out. Um, The NWSL is growing and the USL. So when you look back at it, uh, and it's crazy that you mentioned just a simple decision that doesn't, you know, seem to have that much weight in it right away, you know, can have some so much implication on the future. When you look back at it now, um, some, you know, six years after the club played its initial game, you know, if you would have told yourself that, you know, they'd be in one of the best stadiums, you know, in the region, one of the better soccer stadiums at the, you know, winning multiple USL, USL titles and now bringing in a professional women's soccer team, you know, how would your 2015 self had felt about that? That's a great question. I think 2015 Lance in February would have laughed and said, there's no way. Uh, but uh, two months later, when I saw the crowd on that very first game on a cold March day uh, playing St. Louis, who had never played, this was their first game ever, uh, and there were 6,500 people in the stands, and I got the opportunity to meet Amanda Duffy and the crew that was working there and got to uh, get to know the ownership group a little bit, I really understood these people are serious and they know what what they're doing. This isn't, this isn't going to be fly by night at all. So, it didn't take long, and 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 that first game is when, frankly, it captured my heart, and I had a a change of heart about soccer uh, in and of itself. Those players are extremely physical. They it's so awesome to see this in in you know see this live because athleticism is unbelievable, and to see the fans 
and the way that they were so in love and so um, just so fired up and passionate about this team, you know, and I used to have friends that would say, how can they be that passionate? Lance, this team hasn't even existed before. I said, you don't get it. They're in love and they're passionate about an idea, about something that's on the way. And they're going to, they, they got to show this support now to continue building. And it, it kind of gives me chills, Dalton, just to think about it uh, back in those days. And of course, they've come such a long, long way since. Right, of course. And, you know, um, speaking with Lance McGarvey, the face, or I should say the voice of Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, um, now the voice of the University of Louisville men's basketball team. We'll talk about that transition before we talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's got nine delicious flavors. Personally, my favorite that I've tried is salsa and caramel, but there are a plethora of different ones from coconut to cherry to mint brownie to peanut butter brownie to double chocolate. There's something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all the nine flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine. I mean, not only are the flavors the best tasting, but the bars are healthy as well. Anywhere from 17 to 18 grams of protein, there's only 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, and four to five grams of net carbs. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, that's use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Another opportunity that I want to bring to your attention is prize picks. If you're a college football fanatic, you should have heard of prize picks. And if you haven't, it's a daily fantasy made easy. I love it. And I know you will too. It's a leader in college sports daily fantasy. It offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all of the star players of the Power Five as well as mid majors. Uh, prize picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. All of your users that deposit can make up to 10% of what they make on $100. You pick up to two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win 10 times on any entry, and it's literally just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's literally that easy. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. So the last segment on this bonus episode on this Wednesday edition of the show, we're talking with University of Louisville men's basketball PA announcer Lance McGarvey. Lance, I know that um, you know Sean Moth stepping down, you know, took the whole fan base by surprise. I think I speak for every single person there. Extremely unexpected across all sports because you know Sean's um, you know impact across all sports was incredible. Truly, truly an icon in this city. When you were named the men's basketball PA announcer, um, you know, what were your thoughts in terms of was it you know nerve wracking to try to live up in those footsteps that Sean left? Was it an honor, a little of both? Uh, what, what was kind of going through your head when you got the call and, you know, reality started to set in? Sean Moth is a legend and uh, really transformed what people's perceptions of a basketball PA announcer and football PA announcer, frankly, uh, you know, here in Louisville. And there is no way that I could ever think that I could just step in and, and, and pick up right where he left off. Um, I'm not Sean Moth, you know, and, and, and that, and, and, you know, for an example, his three call is legendary. I'm not I sure I, that note like he <laughs> that. I, that is very. I don't think people understand. I'm like, like, why can't he do the three call? 
why can't Doug do the three call? Do you, I don't think people understand how hard that is vocally just to be able to not only get up to that level, but hold it at a level to where there is no interruption until he's done with the call. Like people don't understand how tough that is. Yeah. It, he's a trained singer. And I mean, we've all done it. We've all been at home or in our car or whatever, and we've all tried it. And, and I, I can hit it sometimes, but the times that I don't, it would be really embarrassing uh, if that <laughs> were over a PA system at the Yum Center. So plus the other thing is Dalton. That belongs to Sean. Of course. That, 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 I, if I try the three call, in my opinion, it's it's stealing from him. And and that's not quite, you know, where I want to be. And I and I and I'm not gonna be the guy, frankly, that's gonna, you know, completely change and be innovative uh relative to 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 basketball calls. There's only so much that you can do. Anything right. that you try to do above and beyond. Uh, a real just calling the game accurately and doing a good job. It, it seems forced. It seems very tough. And, um, you know, I did uh, tweet when I got to do my game, my audition game back in uh, back in November, I did tweet out that I'm going to pay a little homage to John Tong. Uh, and so I, I didn't know, uh, as it turns out, Doug Willem kind of did the same thing. Uh, but I, you know, I wanted to bring back steps called. Uh, especially if and I do it when the opponents travel. Uh, I want to do that, you know, to kind of give something for the fans that have been around a long time to kind of get a kick out of that. People have kicked around other ideas to me and I may try them out. You know, uh, there were a couple of times, you know, I, I, I did a, a, you know, a kind of like a goal by Johnson kind of thing that and I'm not going to try to do it in my PA guy voice, but right. <laughs> I do want to mix up and, and throw a little Easter egg in there every now and then. But there were only twenty five hundred or three thousand people in the arena, so that, that was that was tough um, because you don't get a lot of energy back from the crowd when you have those restricted attendance levels, uh, and so you feel like you're the energy sort of the game, and, and that makes it challenging. Uh, and of course, people hear every syllable that you say and how you say it, so any mistake, you, you know, you really have to focus uh, beyond belief on that. I think it'll be easier when there are twenty thousand fans in there, but we'll have to see. I know my heart will be pounding out of my chest, but no, going back to Sean, you don't replace Sean Moth. And I was shocked too, when I heard that he was stepping down uh, and it was a set of unfortunate circumstances that, that led to all of that. And, okay. you know, I'm a Cardinal fan, dude. I, I mean, I went to the game the other night at Cardinal stadium uh, as a fan, my wife and I, we bought our tickets, went park, went to the game, you know, tailgated, did all that just like anybody else. And, you know, I, I, I enjoy uh, Michael Latin, I think is his name. I enjoy what he does. It, it's just not Sean Moth. When I hear myself in the Yum Center, I'm thinking, I, you know, I'm missing hearing Sean Moth. So I, he, the guy's a legend. He was phenomenal uh, and still is on those baseball play-by-play calls. There'll be nobody better than he is. Uh, and, and I do miss hearing him call games. I agree. I definitely do. I was thinking the same thing. I was actually up in the press box, uh, covered the game for Cardinal Sports on. So I hadn't been to a game since Sean stepped down, but I could kind of hear Michael's voice. Um, it, it's it's harder to hear it, you know, in the building, but um, definitely just kind of seemed seemed weird. I think he, he's pretty solid, but at the end of the day, like you mentioned, he's no Sean Moth. You're no Sean Moth. I am no Sean Moth. Doug's no Sean. Sean Moth is, you know, a legend, an icon. He's right up there with John Tong. Um, yeah, but but, it, but Don, let me say this too. People need to remember that when Sean Moth came to town from Colorado, that a lot of the old fan base, this particularly in basketball, they, a lot of people did not like what Sean yes, did. I'm glad you brought that. That was exactly and what they, I was about to say. 
and they really jumped all over him. And I've heard him in, in, in conversations or interviews where he said, look, for a little while, I thought about going back to Colorado. I don't need this headache. I don't need to be attacked by the fans that I'm trying to entertain. And, you know, I'm glad he didn't. Uh, but I can only imagine, you know, in those days getting emails and, and, and letters and that kind of thing. And I know there'll be a few people, Dalton, that, that don't like what I do for whatever reason. They just not used to hearing the sound. They may just think, man, I hate that guy. Or they're just miserable people. (laughs) That was something you talked about. You know, you and I talked about after, you know, the very first time that we talked um, was, you know, a phone call probably back in the winter where, you know, you thanked me for for stepping up for you, for defending um, from some of the fans that were, you know, just being hateful for no reason. I I just remember telling you, I said, look, I'm a PA announcer as well. And, um, you know, I think PA announcers really just have to stick together because, you know, this isn't just some, you know, it, it isn't just speaking for us. It, it, it presents a, a different opportunity, but I think, you know, it, it's valid to say that I think no matter who would have replaced Sean, there's always going to be people like, ah, he sounds too nasally. He sounds too <laughs> hoarse. I mean, you know, there, you're always going to have those people, yeah. but the last question I want to ask you, and this was really, um, you know, the main thing that, I want Cardinal fans to hear because I think it's it's going to really show, you know, just how committed you are to this. When you first got the call or, you know, even if you had kind of known beforehand, um, but, you know, was officially made aware that you got the position, what was the first emotion or emotions that went through your mind? My heart dropped. I, I didn't think that it would be. I did not think that it was really an open tryout to be very honest about that. I had no idea, but, but, you know, Sean Moth was handpicked by Tom Jurich. I I thought that because it's a public university, you know, they were going to have to have tryouts or whatever, and that they would, you know, had their person really already in mind before they ever started. I I honestly, and I wasn't that guy. I don't know anybody in the athletic department. I I, I had met Vince Tyree one time before, but I didn't know him and he certainly didn't know who I was. And so, you know, I was shocked, frankly. Uh, And and I got the call to do the UK U of L game. That was after my audition from a month before. And, and I, you know, I'm like, wait a minute, you mean my first game is going to be the UK U of L game? (laughs) You must be kidding. Like I don't get any other warm up. And I've, it was a month ago when I did the last game, but you know, you just got to step up and do it Dalton. And you're a pro right. by the way, let me say this. And I do, you brought up when you stepped up for me and I, and I did mention that to you, you've got a huge following and for a good reason, you work extremely hard at what you do. You're very talented, obviously very ambitious. I'm a huge fan now that I've gotten to know you and I look forward to a very long career for you with great success in whatever you pursue relative to, to U of L sports or whatever else, whether it's PA announcing, whether it's more of a journalistic approach, I don't know, but you're phenomenal. And I really respect your work ethic for a young man. It's unbelievable. And again, you're very, very talented. So uh, when I saw you kind of step in and say, whoa, 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 give this guy a break. You know, I really, that really meant a lot to me because you didn't know me. Uh, and so I, I, you know, I told you then, I'll tell you now, you know, I would commit to do anything to help you further your career uh, and look forward to the opportunities to do that uh, as we go on. I know that sounds a little sappy, but it's just true. And I really <laughs> won't forget the fact that you, because you've got some, some big following out there and very loyal fans and I love them all. They, they all don't know me though. They don't understand that 
I'm a Cardinal graduate. Of I went course. to Louisville from my yeah. freshman first day of college all the way through my last day of college. And I'm a Cardinal fan and I've, I've lost my temper. I've cheered like crazy when we won in 2013. I toured around the city with my family and we drove in the truck and we raised all kinds of hell. And it was, you know, I will never forget these moments in my life. L has brought me so much joy uh, and to be sitting in this position. I got to tell you one more thing. It took a second after I had that first moment of shock and my jaw dropped to stop and think, you know, you're going to lose a little bit of the family time that you have watching these games, a tradition of watching the games with my sons and, and my, my wife and, and all that. So, you know, like I'm giving things up that were normal fandom for me to step in and do this. And I commit that I'll do everything I can to make it as entertaining without trying too hard. Uh, but also be very informative, be very accurate, make the sponsors proud, make the team proud, make the university proud, and the fans proud. That's really what means the most to me. Well, you're definitely making me proud. I definitely appreciate the, the words of kindness as well. You know, I have your back as well. That is University of Louisville men's basketball PA announcer Lance McGarvey. Before we get out of here, um, I want to give a quick shout-out to Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get all your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Be sure to follow that podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Lance, do the fan base a favor. Tell them where they can find you on social media if they haven't already, and uh, give any last parting words. Uh, they can find me on Twitter. That's the only social media I have. And that's at CLM250. Uh, at CLM250. Uh, and, you know, they can come out or just look up Lance McGarvey on Twitter. There won't be a whole lot of those. Um, just parting shots. Thank you, Dalton. Uh, this has been a blast getting to chat with you. Of course. Uh, I, I really look forward to this season. I think that this team. Uh, and it's going to bring a lot of excitement and a lot to cheer about. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I cannot wait to see what happens this season. Uh, and you know what, Dalton, one thing I've learned, winning heals a lot of ailments. And I think that we could use a Amen. lot of winning. Uh, Amen. So we get to that point. Uh, in this basketball season. <laughs> Amen. That's going to wrap up this bonus episode on this Wednesday edition of the show. I'm Dalton Pence. That's Lance McGarvey, men's basketball announcer for the University of Louisville program. Everyone have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow.